Chai there. We're back. And so are you. Thank you for tuning in to part two of our honey episode. If you missed part one, now's your chance to go catch up. Take your time. We'll see you soon. All righty. So where were we? My next question was, how is synthetic honey made? Because I know that not all honey is real honey. Right. And as it turns out, most honeys you find in the store are not real honey. Only 100% certain that it is real honey is when it says raw honey. Mm -hmm. That is when it is. So the bee, or not the bee, the bear honey is probably not real honey. And I should just banish it from my life. (laughs) Would you like to know? How to make it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, can we make it ourselves or is it too complicated? You actually can. Ooh, we should There try was a time. recipe. I'll see if I can find it. It's definitely in one of my links. Okay. Um, the recipe is attached to one of the websites. Um, mm. It should be in healthywithhoney.com. Okay. They have a recipe on how to make it at home. Okay. But most of this article is them crapping on how artificial honey is. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> do they make too much of it? Yes. Do we make it our own anyway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number one reason, it's cheaper. That's the only reason we do it. That makes sense. Yeah. So according to, you ready for this? According to healthywithhoney.com, according to food chemistry. <laughs> so I'm pulling an article that they pulled. Okay. Uh, according to food chemistry. And a scientific article. Um, Wait, a what article? Scientific article. Scientific? Scientific article. You said scientific article. Yep, a scientific <laughs> article. That's adorable. I'm sorry. That was cute. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a scientist. Ali said I look like a scientist. <laughs> so these are the steps on how to produce artificial honey. Okay. So sucrose, a 75% solution, is cleaved with into glucose and fructose, <laughs> two different sugars, mm-hmm. uh, by acetic hydrolysis using, at choice, hydrochloric, sulfuric, phosphoric, carbonic, formic, lactic, tarctic, or citric acid, and less frequently, enzymatically. Using invertase. Mm, science. So, fancily put, um, they use an acid to reverse engineer the sugar and break it down into honey. Okay. They're transforming it using a chemical reaction. Gotcha. So this honey is kind of gross. Yeah. Oh, here, here I, uh, I explain it. The acid used for inversion is then <laughs> neutralized with sodium bicarbonate, bicarbonate, uh, calcium, carbonate, etc. Some kind of carbonic something, mm-hmm. a base. Right. The inverted sugar is then aromatized. How do you say that? Aromatized? Aromatized? Aromatized. Aromatized. Okay. We didn't even need to Google that one. Yep, it is aromatized. I looked up how to pronounce it, just to be sure, according (laughs) to the dictionary. Okay. 
The inverted sugar is then aromatized occasionally with strong flavor of natural honey. So they're taking this fake honey and making it taste like real honey. Okay. What's funny, though, is that every honey tastes different. So I don't know what honey they've used to base it off of. True. Is this going to be like a banana situation? Yeah. Okay. To facilitate crystallization, it is seeded with an invert sugar mixture that has already solidified, then packaged with automated machines. Okay. Gross. I mean, what is a bee if not a tiny automated machine? You're not wrong. (laughs) It's like that's super gross until you start adding like dead bees to it or something like that. Then it's a little bit. It's a little too much. Yeah. I still don't like the chemical process of something so natural as evaporating sugar water. Mm. Like you, this could have been very good for you. And you've gone and thrown in a bunch of acids and bases and hoped for the best. They have thrown out their leaves and are no longer worshiping the nectar. (laughs) They've turned it into a machine. I am the machine. (laughs) So during inversion, an oligosaccharide a reverse dextrin uh, is also formed mostly from fructose over inversion by prolonged heating results of dark coloring and the pro- of the product and some bitter flavor hmm. moreover glucose and fructose degra- degradation degradation De- degradation yeah yeah <laughs> forms <laughs> yeah. a noticeable level of hydroxylmethyl fur furfol <laughs> this could be used for identification of artificial honey. Okay. If that wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liquid artificial honey is made from inverted naturalized, neutralized sucrose syrup. To prevent crystallization, up to 20% of mild degraded dextrin enriched starch syrup is added. <laughs> the amount added is proportional to the end product in weight. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so complicated to just not take it from bees. Yeah. How is this cheaper? Maybe, well, you could probably get more than you can out of a, a beehive. I think you're right. That's that quantity over quality is what we're going for here. But could you imagine how many flowers we would have if we actually relied on bees? Yeah. It would be be the world would be beautiful if we actually still took honey from bees. How is I wonder if ethically there's like a defined minimum land size that you have to have to take care of your bees. Like enough space for them to roam around and pollinate Mm -hmm. without like getting hit by cars (laughs) and all the things that happen when you just put them out into the world, you know? Yeah. It's complicated. Hmm. Farming is complicated. You want to be a bee farmer? Yes. Let's Do you be... know what the name for a bee farmer is? Yes. But do I remember? It starts with an H, doesn't it? I can't remember. I think it's like a... It's not a horticulturist because that's somebody else. I think. It is not. It does not start with an H. Oh, no, no. It starts with an A. Yes. I actually did know this. It just slipped my mind. Aviary? You're very close. Aviary is for birds. You're very close, though. It's something like that. I don't think I'm going to get it exactly. It's an apiarist. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, were yeah, very yeah. close. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I so totally knew that. <laughs> Absolutely, you did. Yeah. Sure. So that's how you make artificial honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now I want to know how many types of honey there are. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. Oh boy. Um, I don't know about you, but honestly, I thought there was clover honey and then flavored clover honey, like the kind they sell at the, the farmer's market, all the, the different flavors. Yeah. I assumed it was just flavored clover honey. Right. Apparently that's not true. Okay. Would you like to guess how many types there are? I'm going to say 20,000, one for each type of bee. <laughs> I like that, but it's definitely less. Okay. Uh, how about eight? One for each type of no. bee that can make honey. <laughs> I like that guess, but it's definitely more. 42. More. Uh, 150. More. Um, But you're getting closer. 250. Okay, we're just gonna. Get... <laughs> there are three hundred types of recognized honey. Okay, for sure. Some okay. say three fifty, some say three twenty. It's in the three hundreds range. Okay, so there are three hundred types of honey. Twenty thousand types of honey. <laughs> yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I can't go through all of them. Right, but I have picked my top five. Cool. Okay. Before I get into this, I just wanted to give you a quick idea of how much this can range. Um, mm-hmm. The USDA classifies honey into seven different colors of uh, categories of color. Okay. These are named as follows. Water white. Extra white. White. <laughs> extra light amber. Light amber. Amber. And dark amber. All right. Getting some variety in there. <laughs> I fall into the extra white category. (laughs) (laughs) I fall into water white because I've been very (laughs) hydrated recently. (laughs) Okay, so those are that's the color scale that we're going to go for. Okay. So with that information, let's name some weird and tasty honeys. Yeah. The first one is avocado. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. This, (laughs) This one... I picked just because of the name. Mm -hmm. It is a misnomer. It tastes nothing like avocados. Okay. So I'm so sorry. Don't put this on toast. Actually, I take that back. It would taste delicious on toast. Just don't expect it to be like avocado toast. Correct. Okay. So this is collected from California using the avocado blossoms. Mm. The avocado honey is dark in color and has a fairly rich buttery flavor. This honey originated in southern Mexico and is now a common crop in Central America, Australia, and other tropical regions. Mm. So it this would probably good. fall in the amber to dark amber range. Okay. The next one is buckwheat. <laughs> I didn't even know what buckwheat was. Uh-huh. <laughs> buckwheat apparently is a plant. <laughs> Every time I hear buckwheat, I think of buckbeak from or buckbeak from Harry Potter. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. What if he was shaped like a buckwheat? That would be super cute. Um, drawing contest for anyone who can do that. Yes, please. You get free merch or something. I don't know. You get um, a solid high five. Yeah. Yeah. So buckwheat honey is produced in Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, 
as well as Eastern Canada. It is dark, full-bodied, and rich in iron, which is the key reason it's popular with honey lovers. Mm. Buckwheat honey is also found to contain antioxidant compounds, uh, more antioxidant compounds than some lighter honeys. It's perhaps the strongest of the dark honey varieties. Most experts recommend a strong-tasting honey type, such as buckwheat, for mead production. Okay. Because mead is made with honey and you want a strong, sweet flavor for it. Right. While it's extremely popular in Europe, not all Asians are accustomed to it because the strong aroma, and hence many suppliers, are not too fond of shipping it there. So you won't find buckwheat in Asia because of the strong flavor. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. This is actually one of the more rare honeys and more expensive. Mm. It's sought after as a prized type of honey. I could see that. So this next one I had to include. Uh-huh. This one is dandelion. <gasps> a dandelion. <laughs> Yummo. <gasps> yes. Did I tell you? I'm sorry. This is another. We're already an hour into recording. I'm so sorry. Fine. Um, it's really fine. I listened to the audiobook for The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And Yaskir is in it. But did I tell you what his name is? Uh-uh. His name is Dandelion, which is that. spelled like Dandelion. Did it like specifically say how to pronounce his name? Well, I listened to the audiobook. Oh, so he that said makes sense. Dandelion over and over again. Never calls him Yaskir. I don't know why his name is that, other than maybe, maybe because they didn't, him Dandelion. didn't want to name him Dandelion. Yeah. So that's really funny. I was in my car and he said, Dandelion, the bard, showed up and did it. I went, that's just dandelion out loud to myself in the car. (laughs) That's amazing. So anyway, dandelion honey. Yes, dandelion honey. It's harvested in New Zealand's South Island. Dandelion honey is relatively strong and blended with mild tangy notes. Uh, This dark amber honey delivers a distinct floral aroma from dandelions, which are traditionally prized as a medicinal herb in China, Tibet, and India for its broad spectrum of powerful healing properties, which we've mm-hmm. talked about. Yep. Tasting, great tasting by itself. It's best eaten straight off the spoon. <laughs> slurp the honey? Yeah. Actually, yep. yes. Yeah, slurp the honey. All right. I could do that. So our next one... I picked because it sounded funny. Mm-hmm. This one is called Manuka. Ah. Or Man- Manuka. It looked like Hakuna Matata. So <laughs> yeah. I picked it because I wanted to go Makuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> None. What's the matter with you? <laughs> We're going to call this um, Manuka. Okay. Because I can't. Let's see. The dictionary does not have any idea how to pronounce it. So we're going to go with Manuka. Okay. So this is found only in New Zealand's coastal regions. Uh, This honey is collected from the flower of the tea tree bush. Mm. Uh, The unique flavor. Wait, hold on. The unique Manuka factor. UMF. Apparently this is so common it's been abbreviated. Yo, I saw the UMF in the sky the other night. <laughs> Unidentified Manuka factor. <laughs> uh, the unique Manuka factor 
found in some Manuka honey, has an antibacterial property, which is especially effective for healing stomach ulcers, sore throats, colds, indigestions, acne, and pimples. So I need some then. Same. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this would solve all of my problems probably. Yeah. (laughs) Some people find Manuka honey to be too medicinal in taste as mentioned, but the intensity can vary from brand to brand due to different sources. Oh. Personally, the person who wrote this uh, loves the robust taste and the best is to eat it directly from the spoon. So uh, the person who was telling me about all these different honeys Mm -hmm. uh, really liked this honey. Mm. And it can be a little strong for your taste, so uh, eat with caution. I think the rest of the honey type should just be, and you should eat it directly from the spoon. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to add this last one because it has to deal with our area. Okay. Um, This next one is called Tupelo Honey. Ah. So this uh, is also named the Champagne of Honeys, Queen of Honey, and Southern Gold. Tupelo honey is a premium honey produced in southeastern U.S. swamps. Yes. It's usually light golden amber with a faint greenish glow. It has a mild, distinctive taste. And because of its high fructose content, Tupelo honey is one of the sweetest honey varieties, and it hardly granulates. Mm. So that thing is super shelf-stable. I'll be right back. Do you have Tupelo honey? Maybe. Hold on. Okay. No. No, you don't? Because I have this lavender honey from Savannah Bee Company. Uh-huh. They do make Tupelo honey in the same jars. Okay. So I wasn't sure if this then was Tupelo honey with lavender, or but it just says 100% raw. So I'm going to assume that means clover. Or lavender. Maybe. It could be made from lavender flowers. True. It doesn't really say. It says lavender is popular for its mild sweetness and herbaceous floral notes. Mm-hmm. So it could be I would say flowers. that it actually tastes, or I would say that it actually comes from lavender flowers because mm-hmm. I want you to now keep in mind that some of the honeys that you've mentioned, like orange blossom, comes from orange blossoms. Mm, okay. Like it actually came from orange flowers. So what makes clover honey clover honey then? It comes from clovers. Just that? Yeah. It's made from okay. clovers. It's made by clover flowers. Okay. Unfortunately, it's one of my favorite flowers to smell. Tastes nothing like it ta- uh, smells. Mm. That happens. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> so Tupelo honey is also very expensive. Mm-hmm. Just, just if you ever wanted to get it, it's a little pricey. Yeah. So I had some honorable mentions because there were 36 fla- uh, honeys that I could have chosen from. And I started with 18 and tried to narrow it down to five. (laughs) You did good. So I left two for honorable mention. Okay. The first one is wildflower Mm -hmm. because I think it's really important that we mention that wildflower just means mystery. Mm -hmm. It means undefined sources. It could be clover. It could be also some flowering grasses. I don't, it could literally be anything. It's like the, uh, the white airheads mystery flavor. Do you actually know why they are mystery flavored? I'm assuming it's the excess of making all the other ones. It is. It's this. Well, kind of. It's when they switch and there's this. They go from one flavor to producing the next flavor. This is the weird middle ground where it's neither and they're still trying to get the flavor all the way in. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Where they're transitioning it. Yeah. 
So if you ever see a honey that just says wildflower honey, mm-hmm. it could be different every time you try it, which is really fun. Ooh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just some bees that were just doing their own thing and boom, you get honey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one that I picked just for the name is blueberry because mm-hmm. I love blueberry flavored things. Uh-huh. Um, I just really like that this came from blueberry flowers. Yeah. This one is light and mild. Mm. I think it would be a really easy honey. Yeah. So, so, what is an episode of Cream and Sugar without health benefits? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, research on honey for specific conditions includes cardiovascular diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, antioxidants in honey might be associated with the reduced uh, risk of heart disease. Oh, okay. Cough. Studies suggest that eucalyptus honey, citrus honey, and... Labate honey sure can can act as a reliable cough suppressant for some people with upper respiratory infections and acute nighttime cough. Yeah, I okay. use it anytime I get a sore throat because it coats my throat nicely. Can you hold on for a second because I have a honey cough syrup that I need to check. Yes. So I have Robitussin honey maximum strength for cough and chest congestion. Okay. Uh its active ingredients include natural grade A honey. Doesn't mm. say what kind. Okay. But with more research, maybe I could find out what Probably. it is. You could find what kind? Robitussin understands that, and it tastes like honey. It just oh. it also tastes very medicinal. So mm. I wonder if it actually has some of the, mana- the Manuka honey. Possibly. Uh, another study is gastrointestinal disease. Mm. Evidence suggests honey might help per- relieve gastrointestinal tract conditions such as diarrhea associated with gastroenteritis. Oh. Honey also might be effective as a part of an oral rehydration therapy. I could see that. What does that mean? Like if you're if your whole digestive system is really, well, this is based on my assumption. If your whole digestive system is really dehydrated, that you could use honey to help rehydrate as opposed to like just chugging water. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google it um, to make sure that's what it is, though. Okay. Another study is for neurological diseases. Studies suggest that honey offers antidepressant, anticonvulsant, and anti-anxiety benefits. In some studies, honey has been shown to prevent memory disorders, which is strongly Mm. associated with PTSD and other anxiety-driven disorders. Um, Also, I did a quick Google and rehydration. Oral rehydration therapy is just like the oral version of getting an IV to rehydrate your body. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. So you use like water and and salt is what they said. (laughs) And glucose and, you know, honey. So it could be one of the ingredients in Pedialyte. It could be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of the last health benefits I came up with was for wound care, um, Mm -hmm. which also goes back to Egyptians. (laughs) Uh, Topical use of medical grade honey has been shown to promote wound healing, particularly in burns. Mm. Okay. I could see that. It makes sense. Yeah. That's really cool, though. (laughs) Wakes up with a bunch of burns. Why am I sticky? <laughs> Results may vary because there is no standard method for producing honey and verifying its quality. Mm. 
Yep. Fun fact. Okay. <laughs> if you buy cheap honey, probably not going to help very much. Speaking of fun facts, I have some fun facts. Oh, yay. <laughs> In case what we haven't learned isn't fun enough. <laughs> more. I need more. So I'm going to start with some historical fun facts. Okay. All right. Upon his death in 323 BCE, Alexander the Great was transported over 1,800 miles from Babylon to Macedonia, submerged in a vat of honey. All right. Surprise. He <laughs> Did he look like the mosquito from Jurassic Park? Probably. <laughs> so this is similar to what the Egyptians did with submerging their mummifications in honey. Right. Because it helped preserve the body. In 400 BCE, when Greeks... Oh, man, this is my favorite fun fact. Oh, boy. <laughs> when Greek soldiers tried to take over the Persian throne, Persian generals defeated the Greeks by feeding local honeybees toxic rhododendron flowers to turn their poisoned... And which, in turn, poisoned their honey supplies for the Greek army. Wow. That's brilliant. That's some, like, meta-scientific strategy to be like, we're not just going to poison them. We're going to poison it from the beginning of the process. Mm-hmm. That's really it's impressive. It's used so commonly that they could target their food source. Wow. And just kill them that way. I wonder how many times they had to test it to figure out that using a poisonous flower would actually poison the honey. I don't know. Maybe they did it by accident. Oh, what a <laughs> <What>? eat. <laughs> Whoopsies. Wow, Steve is over there foaming at the mouth. That might be a good strategy <laughs> later. <laughs> wow, that's not good. <laughs> well, hmm. we should use that. Anyway. <laughs> in Sumeria, Assyria, and Babylon in the 20... And Babylonia, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. In the 21st century BC, honey was poured over the thresholds and stones bearing commemorative offerings. What? Honey was poured over the thresholds and stones bearing... I don't know what that means. Honey and wine were also poured over bolts that were used in sacred buildings. So they used to pour, like, mm. honey over top of stones and thresholds for these sacred buildings. Like, in the doorway of the sacred yeah. building? Okay. Mm -hmm. huh. Sorry, it was really strangely phrased. Yeah, you're good. In Greece, in the 7th century BC, one of the ancient customs was offering honey to the gods and spirits of the dead. Mead, an alcoholic drink made with honey, is considered the drink of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> is that the same as ambrosia? What is ambrosia? It's like a it's a fruity thing. I think so. Like an ambrosia apple? Yeah, it's like if you a common not common, a current recipe of ambrosia I think is like water or milk with honey and pieces of like apple and stuff like that and you can make it almost like in a parfait or as like a an alcoholic drink sort of thing oh i've never heard of that mm -hmm. it's in a lot of greek myth i think oh okay so it's probably it's probably the same thing okay that's cool yeah so i'd like to play a game with you okay this is called quotable honey okay i'm gonna give you a quote and if you feel like you can i want you to guess who said it Oh, boy. Is this, like, I, all real people or all fictional? Yes. I'm sorry. No, yeah. Is it all real people or all fictional people or, like, a mix? It's a mix. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I tried to pick ones that both of us would know. Okay. Okay. Your first quote. Mm -hmm. If you want to gather honey, then don't kick over the beehive. 
I'm going to go Teddy Roosevelt. That's a really good guess. It's Abraham Lincoln. Not that far off. No, that was a really good guess. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt just rolls out quotes like that. So, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. This is one of my favorites. The only reason for being a bee that I know of is making honey. And the only reason for making honey is so I can eat it. Is that from the bee movie? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I like that. <laughs> it sounds like the bee movie. I did not include the bee movie anywhere in my notes. Okay. Um, I'll give you a hint for this one if you don't come up with the correct guess on the first one. Okay. I'm just trying to think of other B like forms of media that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm stuck on B movie. Can I have a hint? Yeah. Your hint is that this character is famous for eating honey. Oh, is it Winnie the Pooh? It is. <laughs> this is Winnie the Pooh at House of Pooh Corner by A.A. A. Milling. Hmm. Okay. This one's a cool one. The pedigree of honey does not concern the bee. A clover, any time, to him, is aristocracy. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I thought you would. Um, I'm going to say that's like Thoreau or Emerson. Not bad. Think more poet. Hold on. Robert Frost. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Emily Dickinson. Ah, okay. Yeah. I need to read more Dickinson. I didn't realize this saying had an origin, so. Okay. More flies are taken with a drop of honey than a ton of vinegar. I'm going to say Charles Dickens. <laughs> it sounds like something from like Oliver Twist. This is actually this is one of the few that I didn't know. This is from Nomolod Nomolod. How would you say that? Nomologica. Nomologia. 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 Cool. That's good to know. Sorry. So the first time I heard this say this saying, I think was in a Disney movie. Possibly. I think it was from Cinderella. I could see that. I think they casually threw threw this in in Cinderella. Hmm. But this is from Nomologia by Thomas Fuller. And it's a collection of wise sayings and kind of like Aesop's fables kind of deal. Okay. I was going to say, I think I have heard of Thomas Fuller before. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I have too. Yeah. The sweetest honey is loathsome in its own deliciousness. And the taste confounds the appetite. Therefore, love moderately. Mm. That's too modern for Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm going to go back to um, Robert Frost. Okay. <laughs> You're going to hate me. Oh, no. This is from Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. <laughs> this is too modern for William Shakespeare. It is too modern. Like, there's not a there's not a doth or a thy anywhere in there. Nope, but this is from Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Well, my gut was correct, and then my gut told my gut no. Listen to your gut. I did. When it's it said calling no. for you. Listen to your gut. There's nothing else you can do. But my gut goes gurgle. Then you better go. 
Uh, okay. All right. That so, was good, though. I like that. Yeah. So that is all of the honey and bee content that I <laughs> wanted to squeeze into this hour of content. Cool. <laughs> it was quality content. I had a ton of fun researching. I didn't even get into hive mentality, which I wanted to get into, mm-hmm. and like the roles and how important the queen is and how much they literally just follow her wherever she goes. Yeah. It's it's so cool. We'll do a we'll do another bees episode. Yeah, I think there's definitely gonna be a part two to bees. We'll call it two bees or, or not, not two bees. Two bees. <laughs> No, that's too modern for Shakespeare. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had so much fun researching this, especially as a last minute idea. Mm-hmm. Even though we've been thinking about doing this forever, I just never, we just didn't do it. Yep. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we didn't do a traditional recipe, but thanks to you, I do have a coffee that we get to try, which mm-hmm. is called Honey Roasted Coffee by the Savannah Bee Company. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to try it? Yeah. Oh, it's a cute mug. I like that. Thank you. Catherine got it for me after I broke my original Dunkin' mug in the shower. Oh, yeah. It says, take life one cup at a time. It's cute. Mine has a little bee on it. I like it because it is, and the inside's yellow. That is really cute. Mm-hmm. Right, and okay. the dink? Dink. That tastes like black coffee. I don't taste very much honey at all. This tastes like... It came straight out of a bag. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm going to try this. This is, I put um, some almond milk and some raw honey in my little milk juggy thing, and then I just shook it. It's really cute. I have just almond milk. Also, almond milk, question mark? Mm-hmm. Aldi has not had um, soy milk for a while. Mm. Ooh, it's very good. Tastes like a high-class version of the milk after honeycombs. Ooh, yum. Yoink. I'm just going to dunk that whole thing in there. <laughs> it made a cool foam. I didn't bring anything to stir it with, so I'm just going to stir it with my finger. I did bring something to stir for once. Usually I just kind of vaguely swirl it around. This hurts a little. <laughs> and I purposely didn't bring my regular creamer. Because I didn't want it to overpower the potential of having honey flavor. Mm-hmm. I am adding honey to it, so I will probably have honey flavor because of honey. Meh. Yep. Meh. Well, that's disappointing. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. good cup of coffee, but it's not as exciting as I wanted it to be. Yeah. I probably will not finish the cup. I'm, I, yeah. Not not because it's bad, but because it's not so spectacular that I'm going to drink that much caffeine. I'm probably going to finish the cup just because it's in front of me. That's fair. And that might be the only reason. Mm-hmm. I brought a glass of water for that purpose, so. That's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> it means we'll have to take a pee break at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so um, on a scale of one to ten, I give this a solid five because it's not bad. It's just plain. I'd probably give it like a three to a four. Mm. My standards are getting higher and higher. (laughs) (laughs) Higher and higher. Sorry, it's a song. Ain't no mountain high enough. (laughs) Ain't ain't no coffee quality. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, baby. <laughs> I broke him. <laughs> he went. <sighs> There's a little bit of honey coffee left if you want it. Spoiler alert. It tastes like coffee. Doesn't taste like coffee. I mean, doesn't, doesn't taste like honey. <laughs> doesn't even taste like coffee. Wow. <laughs> Mike went. Wait, this is a facial expression. He went. And then went to pour it down the drain. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, update, Mike does not approve. <laughs> okay, so I have a quiz for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for a bee-related quiz. Um, I do think you need to pull it up. Okay. In this quiz, we're going to find out if you're secretly a swarm of bees. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to learn. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to learn your secret and find out if my best friend is actually a bunch of bees. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to manipulate this to keep the truth from you. So I guess it's just time to tell you. Okay. Well, if if you are, I think it's just more to love. Oh, (laughs) many, many more to love. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right, bee person, pick a flower. Um, Um, We have what looks to be kind of a lavender, mm -hmm. some form of daisy, what kind of looks like an azalea and yeah. some kind of succulent. I'm going to go with the succulent. That surprises me. Not even a little. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait. Pick what? If you want, we could try something new. Okay. What do you pick? Oh, I like this. Um, definitely the, the lavender looking one. Okay. I'm so, which surprises me because I should have picked the daisies. Nah, it's a pink daisy, so it's totally different. You're right. Good point. Thank you yeah, for yeah, understanding yeah. me before I knew me. <laughs> Anytime. Pick a honey-flavored food. We have honey nut Cheerios. Duh. <laughs> add a whisper to your tea. <laughs> Why add anything to perfection? So with a spoon. Mm. Or baklava drizzled to perfection. Mm. I like wh- whoever wrote this. I really like their <laughs> language that they're using. Uh-huh. So like usually... Uh-huh. I would drizzle honey on things, just mm-hmm. not baklava. I hate I hate baklava. I'd put it on like pancakes mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't love it in my tea because it tends to overwhelm the tea. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with why add anything to perfection. That's fair. I'm going to choose honey nut Cheerios. Duh. <laughs> Duh. See, if it was honeycombs, all over that. But I eat honey nut Cheerios straight out of the bag with my hand. <laughs> I love Honey Nut Cheerios. I feel like that makes you a true adult. You know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, I told that to my coworkers and they're like, what do you mean you don't eat it with milk? I said, I just reach into the bag and eat it. And they're like, you're a monster. <laughs> you are secretly a swarm of bees. Shh. Don't reveal my secret. <laughs> Not yet. Pick a fruit. All right. We have pineapples, mm-hmm. apples, blueberries, or bananas. I'm going to go pineapple because it's almost summertime. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am going to pick bananas because I love bananas. Bananas. <laughs> How often do you have cut flowers in your home? Never, often, constantly, on special occasions. Mine is on special occasions because I just don't. <gasps> Did you see the TikTok I sent you this morning? No. Okay, hold on. Do I need well, to go open TikTok? We can watch it after we finish recording. It's basically a guy that went to Trader Joe's and got three 
different bouquets and he shows exactly how he puts them together to make them really pretty. And uh-huh. I told you when I sent it, I said you and I should do that and just make ourselves bouquets because it'll be really fun to do as like a crafts project one day. That'd be a ton of fun. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, I'm also picking on special occasions because that's literally the only time I have flowers in the house. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the cat eats them. Yeah, same. Oh, that's the other thing. The TikTok made a cat-friendly bouquet. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Carnations are not part of it. No. <laughs> He's no, like, not. no. <laughs> no. Pick a vacation destination. We have mm-hmm. a mountain stream, a beach, a city, or a very open country with fields. Once again, it is summertime, so I am going to the beach. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. With a book. I've actually been craving the Pacific Northwest, so I'm going to say that mountain stream. All right. Pick an oh. animal friend. We have a butterfly, a bird, which actually kind of looks like a painted bunting, but it's not quite. It's not a kingfisher, right? No, but it has a similar beak. Mm-hmm. Kingfishers are huge, and that thing is like hummingbird size. Mm. Like if you look at the coils on the the wire, you don't know. Maybe it's a really thin, largely spread out wire. Yep, yep. You know, you could be right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so we have a butterfly, a really pretty bird, um, bears, mm-hmm. or a bat. I would like the bat, please. Okay, I am going to pick. I actually don't really like any of these animals. Mm-hmm. All I want is a friend. <sighs> We're going to pick the bird okay. only because it's going to be my friend uh-huh. and birds scare me a little bit. <laughs> so if this is a friendly oh, yeah. bird, we're okay. Okay. Well, it will be now. So pretty. Okay. Oh, and lovely. Lo- and lastly, what is your favorite B-movie <laughs> quote? There's B-movie. According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way that a bee should be able to fly. Maybe I'll pierce my throat, shave my antennas, shack up with a grasshopper, get a gold tooth, and start calling everybody dog. <laughs> no, I'm not going to his funeral. Everybody knows that you sting someone, you die. You don't, you don't waste it on a squirrel. <laughs> and I'm going to ask what I think the entire court would like to know. What exactly is your relationship to that woman? I really like the everybody knows when you stink someone you die you don't waste it on a squirrel quote (laughs) I think my favorite is going to be (laughs) maybe I'll pierce my pierce pierce my oh thorax not throat (laughs) (laughs) oh I didn't even register that you said throat I was just like yeah thorax I said throat. Okay, maybe I'll oh. pierce my thorax, shave my antenna. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll have you know <laughs> that congratulations. You're a human through and through. Yeah, you might spend time every outside every now and then, but you'd rather hang out in the comfort of your own home. That's pretty true. Yeah. I love your answer so much. Oh, no. What it is. <laughs> you just like gardens. Although you may not be an actual swarm of bees, you appreciate the hard work they do in order to keep the world turning. <laughs> does your se- does mine say a hundred percent human? No. What? Okay, you are one hundred percent human. Yes, you are like well, human partial to bees. Apparently, 
human does that what is that exactly what it says no it just the exact words is you just like gardens Okay, so like on, when it says this. quiz, you are are you secretly swarm of bees? It goes one hundred percent human. You are a human through and through, and like in the in the big title, it says one hundred percent human. <laughs> you just like gardens. <laughs> That's it. That's so funny. <laughs> I am I am screenshotting it so that we can put it in the post so everybody else can see as well. Okay. I can't zoom out. <laughs> Let's see. It's just like gardens. Congratulations. It's just like gardens. Um, but anyways, that's all I have. Awesome. That was a fantastic episode. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Allie, what is going to be next on the podcast? So we are next going to be talking about a tea that took a lot of work to get for something we're just making from a tea bag. Um, but we are going to be making Darjeeling, Ooh. which I don't think I've ever had. And I have had, and I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to talk to you about it because you are not going to be expecting what we're talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time for tea drama. <laughs> us to spill the tea hopefully not i only have one tea bag oh no i thought i gave you a couple you only took one i only took one i didn't oh. want to waste it because i it's caffeinated so i knew i wouldn't drink more than the one okay that'll be fine that's i could always re-brew from the same tea bag that's true not the end of the world <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyways as always we'd like to thank our listeners mm-hmm. all of our sources will be in the episode notes this includes the research sources the quiz, and the recipe, which will just be a link to the Savannah Bee Company for their coffee. Yep. Or their tea and bees. I think they only have coffee. Oh, okay. And honey. Lots and and lots of honey. Go buy their honey. It's very good. Can confirm. (laughs) Buy more bees. (laughs) Bees? Um... You can find our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and most other places that you can find podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. You can also, uh, if you leave us a five-star review on Spotify, I think we are getting ever closer to being able to leave comments and stuff on our podcast there. And, of course, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and we're able to, like, see who you are, or if you want to email it over to us, then we will give you a little shout-out. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want your comment to be read out here on our podcast, like Mike Bainey, uh, who said, a great podcast to learn about awesome hot beverages. The ladies definitely do their research and have a blast doing it. Stay brutiful. What a great fan. That's quality. Thanks, Mike. We should put that like in bold letters on a t-shirt. Stay beautiful? No, the whole review. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing. Yep, definitely. Mm -hmm. Stay beautiful, yes. We should put that on a t-shirt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there one day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Anyway. Uh, But you can also find (laughs) us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Or send us Oh my god, Julia just pulled a guinea pig and put it up on the screen.
speaking of which, um, if you are considering that all of the amazing health benefits of honey could be transferred to your little friend, your guinea pig, Mm -hmm. please, please don't do it. Okay. It could hurt them a lot, actually. Okay, don't do that. Do not feed your guinea pig any, any kind of honey. It could be really bad for the digestive system. Instead, just refer to your guinea pig as your honey. Yes. Or she Googles further. <laughs> the research intense. Her eyes skate or across the screen. Or instead oh. of feeding them honey, feed them honey crisp apples. They love those. Aw. Yeah. Those are really good for them. Mm-hmm. And then you get to hear them go. <laughs> they have a very funny little crunch. They go. I saw mom's bunny, Luna, yesterday, and uh-huh. she was so excited. She started chewing on her blanket. So she did that nom, 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 bunny oh. sound that when they chew They things. make a sound? They make a little sound sometimes. It's very cute. I, I can't tell you I've ever interacted with a bunny. We'll, we'll make it happen. I'll be like, okay. hey, mom, I'm bringing Julia over. <laughs> I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're going to come play with the bunny. Thanks. Bye. Uh-huh. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. And as always, stay, stay brutal. <laughs> 